0: Time for another tournament in a tea break. This time from the desert. I'm Ross Sattar.
1: I'm Anita Stahl. I'm Chris Otto.
0: And we are at the end of basically the first week, half week, call it what you will, uh, of Indian Wells. Um, And it's been a a typically turbulent week, I think, when the sunshine double comes upon us.
2: Yeah, time flies when you're having fun. There have been upsets, as we were just speaking about, playing more on the women's than on the men's. It's been wild. Our heads are spinning, right? I think I speak for all of us. Yeah,
0: I, I think so. I mean, I think the, bi- the biggest upset sort of early on in the week was um, Stefanos Tsitsipas coming in with good form and then uh, really unraveled at the hands of the very talented Felix Auger-Aliassime, who I watched him actually when he played Cameron Norrie. Uh, you'd think Norrie with a, a good sort of spell as well. You know, he just made his, uh, I think his first uh, ATP 500 semi-final, you know, had much more experience and was just completely pinned back and, you know, by this young Canadian who plays very much like Nick Kyrgios, very, very high-risk tennis, very flashy, nice wrist-snappy action, you can't read his forehand. It undid Norrie completely and it did the same for Titsipas.
1: And it's not the first time. I mean, he was already three and zero from the juniors going against Sitsipas. So, in context of their what will probably be a rivalry in five ten years. Yeah, I yeah. mean, this is not a surprise to anyone. It wasn't to Stefanos. I think maybe it was to Felix. But it's you know, in the context of where they've been, how the courts are playing here, and the fact that Felix had just been in Europe playing clay for the last few months he was ready for these slow courts where the balls really fly
0: yeah uh, well uh, it was the i think it was the latin american swing that he was he was playing at but yeah the you know it's it's one of those things that um you know we, we we take it for granted that when you come onto hard courts it's 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 not going to be like clay it's going to be sort of fast but this is a strange gritty um surface the balls fly in the day but they they're claggy at night.
1: Yeah, like your feet, you're not, you don't have the sliding, like some of that smoothness of clay in, yeah. in your body, but the balls have the feeling of clay. So it's, it's an odd place that a lot of players really struggle with. On top of that, these pen balls are a little bit heavier. Mm. Uh, it's been giving people trouble every year.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I think um, because the ball sticks and grips, um, you know, those players, I mean, we saw it with Kyle Edmund today, those players who like to have time on the ball um it really really benefits them it does um you know so i I think it's exciting i mean in fact canadian tennis in general is looking like it's very much on the upswing
2: yeah for sure you you've got three teenagers all still alive in the draw two men in the third round for canada shapovalov won today against steve johnson He's in pretty good form. You never know. He hasn't really had much of a breakthrough moment this season, but he's clearly inspired by what his friend Felix oje Yassim did. So these guys are vibing off each other. And then on the women's side, Bianca Andreescu, she has just been on fire all season. Now she's into the round of 16. She has a pretty decent draw playing uh, China's uh, Wang Chang. So that's a chance for her to make her first uh, premier mandatory quarterfinals. It's just like, what is up with Canada? (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh Canada <laughs> Well, They're getting a lot of Fan support here too Because there's so many Canadians that come down To the desert This time of year anyway And they're loving the tennis So that they- the, you see all these Canadian flags, the fans in the stands, and it's it's really helping the players too. Yeah, I think, think
2: American tennis fans uh, have adopted them. And, and oh, really? Because, <laughs> because you know T- TFO's out, so you know, you know, th- I think that the two countries kind of root for each other in a little bit. I think you're right. I think you make a good point there. I think they like coming down here to play. Well, who doesn't like coming to well, Southern I, California? I also think
0: though here they they they, they do appre- they they know their tennis, and I also think they appreciate youngsters coming up and scrapping and fighting because. Mm. um you know, it. I don't know. It's, like, it's kind of weird. It's like kind of yay, go team, go team, you.
2: Yeah, it's always very exciting when the young guys make their breakthroughs. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's certainly something we're going to be keeping our eyes on in the next couple of days. See how far these kids can go. Uh,
0: another upset, I guess. Uh, yeah, I call it an upset. Was uh, it was a great match though, um, between Venus Williams, who had looked pretty shaky and ill uh, in her first round match, and um, took out Petra Kvitova. Uh, and, you know, it was one of those ding-dongs. They always seem to have these, like, epic three-setters where they leave it all out on the court. Yeah,
1: they played seven times every one of those three sets. It's just,
2: crazy.
0: It's just amazing uh, because they're, they're both such aggressive players and they're both very good servers. You wouldn't think that they'd go the distance at all. That It would be, be quite lopsided one way or the other, but they, they really do bring out the best in each other.
1: Yeah, cuz they're aggressive but not in not in the kind of naive balls to the wall sort of unsmart way where they just hit him real hard and hope they go in. They they're going for the lines but not when they can't. Yeah. They're not taking too many risks in their aggression still somehow and just these two really experienced players. Yeah, any time you see them together it's it's incredible.
0: I mean, there's no there's no denying um when we saw Petra impress that hurt. That I mean, she she did her best to put a brave face on it but the, the the first few sentences, I was thinking, oh dear, are we going to see a little bit of um, sort of tears because she th- it looked like that one really hurt.
1: Yeah, but I think she was expecting it, and she was. It's like she was processing it while talking to press. That she was much, much better mood when she walked out of the press room. And I think got to sort of speak her piece on it and begin the process to move forward because athletes they. They don't. They can't dwell. It's in the nature of a great athlete to not be able to Mm-mm. dwell on mistakes and to just move forward. And and Petra can do that. She's <laughs> she's suffered greater setbacks in her career. Yeah, some exactly. terrible things that she has isn't.
0: a perspective. I think that others don't.
2: On the flip side of Petra, there was the joy of Venus, who was just.
0: Who strung some sentences together.
2: She just, yeah, <laughs> she was, she was thrilled, and she, you know, uh, let's not forget that the Williams sisters did not play this tournament for what 14 years, yeah, and the fact that they're back is still very meaningful. And we lost Serena today, and we'll get to that, but, but Venus, you know, this is basically where she's from. She's a SoCal girl. It's a huge win for her in a season where there haven't been many big wins, and. It's just nice to be to remember that she can still play the game. This is the woman we love to count out, and you know it's, mm. it's always nice when she gets up and, and uh, throws some punches.
0: We saw her in practice, um, you know, and considering that in that, fir- in that first round match, she really did look like she was struggling very much physically. Uh, and then the second round match, maybe hadn't quite got over it, but but was sort of trying to um, you know t- to move forward. But like, we watched her in practice today, and she was really... I mean, the kind of intensity that you see, at, see on, but, on court.
1: But cheerful. So she's hitting really hard, but this is after you'd left. I was still watching her practice because uh, Serena had come up and was taking oh, the yeah. court next to her. But I was looking over at Venus Court. She's hitting balls, and then all of a sudden, she stopped at the baseline and did the robot. I had no idea why. <laughs> did the robot? She just, like did, the whole- just dance. she just did the robot, did it so clean, so well, and then started hitting again, and... I don't what? even want to know why it was just a fabulous moment where she didn't know she was being watched, and I'm so glad I witnessed it. That's cool. But shes I think <laughs> that speaks to the mood that she's in, how she's feeling here, how comfortable she is on these courts, in this space, and just having a good time, and that's when Venus does her best. Mm, interesting. Well, Ve- Venus marches on, but
0: uh, Serena won it. Against Christina McHale. Oh, yeah. But but I think, so she's, I think that, that's a very winnable
2: one for yeah, her. Yeah, nice draw. And now Serena.
0: And now Serena, yeah. So she came out, and it looked like um, she was going to blow Magruthra away. Was up three love really quickly. Um, And then all of a sudden, things turned.
1: Yeah, she she just wasn't moving anymore. Um, The balls, she's trying to hit toward the center of the court, which is already uncharacteristic, but she was missing the center of the court, hitting them long, hitting them in the net. And just start to get real sluggish, but you know, in, in retrospect, you're like, oh yeah, clearly she was sick. But we've seen that from Serena before, and then she just digs deep, and you hear a few uh, come-ons, and she's she's number one. So you, you're kind of watching it, expecting that to happen. I'd say until she called the trainer on the changeover, and that's when you're like, wait a minute, this isn't that normal sluggish start from her.
0: And also for Serena to call a trainer, I mean, I I. I don't often see a call anybody onto the court, you know, m- much less somebody from the the tour. You know, she'll <laughs> she'll she'll um, wait to see her own trainer. So when uh, I must admit, when I saw that pop up, I thought this must be serious because normally she wouldn't. Well, normally she'd push through and she wouldn't be getting a trainer out out there.
1: I mean, she couldn't. She it was clear she couldn't push through. She was just like slumped over in her chair when she was waiting for the trainer and they they administered some tests of her vitals, just checking her blood pressure, heart rate, that sort Did of thing. Did they actually, because I thought they took the cuff out and then just didn't use it. That would be even stranger. I don't know, but in any case, they, you could tell it wasn't like an injury, yeah. a twisted ankle or something like that that was stopping her from moving, um, which is why she put out a statement later saying it was a viral illness and she was blowing her nose as she was walking off the court. Um, <sighs> Thought it was tears at first. It's probably really just that viral illness.
0: Yeah.
2: It's a dark moment for her. We're still waiting for that post-pregnancy title. I mean, you know, I think yeah. I think you have to really write it off as hey, until we see what the rest of the season shapes up like for her. This was the moment where she got really sick, and that's it. We kn- you know, and she al- was in the running to win this tournament, and, then and she got sick. And also,
0: doesn't she just want the slams? I mean, she, you know.
1: I I think what we have to also mention, in fairness to Serena Williams, here. Uh, that match against Victoria Zrenka that she her first match here, that must have taken a lot out of her. Yeah. I mean, well, emotionally for one, but physically that was a battle that could have been a final. And when you play a final in your first round against... So this is her second number one, that uh, former number one, that she's playing in Muguruza after Victoria Zrenka. But her previous two matches at the Australian were also against former number one players. So that's... all. Her last four matches were against Uh, former... This was
2: a brutal draw. She would have had Burton's next if she got through today. This was a really tough draw. But, yeah, again, I don't know how to form any opinion about her her form or what's going to happen the rest of the season. All I know is that she still hasn't won a title, and I'm still concerned that she may never. Again, of course she's going to, right? I'm just waiting for her to prove me wrong, but... I just, I'm sad I didn't get the chance to see her playing good form and yeah. show that maybe she can win this. This would be a nice title for her to win. But I guess you're right. It's all about the slams, and we'll see in uh, Paris.
0: Yeah, yeah. So
1: what do we have to look forward to? to if I, I do think we have to give Margaret some credit too. Oh yeah. Oh, no, wait, no, no, if, no, no, yeah. If we yeah, can yeah. talk about that for a moment, because I think she's been playing in the best yes. form I've seen her, and possibly ever. She's moving so well. I watched her practices the last couple of days, and she is working so hard real focused, real clean, strong hitting in the practices. And that work she's putting in, I think, is showing on the court. And she didn't get a chance to show that off today against Serena Williams. But I I see her as a contender in this, and uh, I wouldn't write her off. Just no, just because conditions.
0: Fair fair dues. In fact, to be honest with you, um, because we Brits lost uh, Johanna Conte as well today. But um, for both of them, the 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 match that I I so remember sitting and watching in Melbourne, um, that that finally finished at something like ten past three in the morning, was the best either of them played for a while. And while Joe lost out. Um, today to burton's uh, it was it was a real tussle of a match it was it was a good match between them because burton's wasn't didn 't have her own way didn 't run away with it and this is don 't forget this is a grippy court that plays like a clay court and burton 's success initial success came on clay it 's only like the last year that she 's really proved that she 's an all court all surface player um and she had her hands full at times with with joe there was some there was some good stuff i do like that obstinacy of joe which is like i am going to drop shot you and it is going to go over the net at some stage um but yeah. but yeah you know um that that i think f- the the turning point for both of them is that that melbourne match um, where they were kept waiting for ages, they were faffing about as to whether or not to put them on another court, and both of them just seem to have like kicked on from there. Which uh, it's pleasing to see. It's nice to see both of them playing very, very well.
1: Yeah, because they have a great deal of potential each of them, and I mean that's almost as, as excited as I am for how deep the WTA is right now you almost feel sorry for those players who, in another generation with a little bit less depth, could have a few more of these breakthrough moments, and that's where I see Kant, that's where I see McGrew, that is they're both incredibly talented and fit and work hard, but that's just not enough when there's so many mm-hmm. like that right now, and so some of them might not get Their slams and their consistent titles and their number one that I think they almost deserve.
0: Yeah, I think in a weird way the WTA is positioning itself in the same way as the ATP was when when suddenly we had the stranglehold of the big um, the big four. Uh, But you know, but there is I I think there's
1: more depth in the WTA at the moment. Lightning round, who are your top four coming out of the WTA depth right now that will emerge? That will emerge. Yeah, definitely Osaka.
0: Oh, poor Kazakina. I just needed to say that. Just a heavy sigh. Um,
2: I think Asa Renk is, I mean, she's forty-eight. I mean, I know we already know she's in another that, class, but she's she's gonna she's gonna find her way up. That
0: performance was amazing. Uh, go on, you go. Uh,
2: I mean, Osaka
1: can't counter out. Um, I I don't know. That's just that's the thing. It's so deep. There's it's so really many names. difficult. Ash
2: Barty's playing right now. I'm,
1: she, I'm loving. Yeah, good you know yeah. Danielle Collins like she could I could see that potential yeah. in there too
0: yeah 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 interesting
2: Van yes Zachary there you go
0: yeah yeah some good stuff talk well so let's uh, let's have a look at tomorrow what have we got to look forward to on Monday uh, Mar- you got Marcos Jiron. G-
2: Oh, those are circles for people I'm going to have to talk to. But. Oh,
0: okay. I thought you would like kind of... Yeah, this that's is a match that we have to <laughs> see. Ra- round, <laughs> no, round You only round- versus...
2: need to look at one match right there. Osaka oh, oh, and, and Daniel
1: Collins. Well, there you go. Come on. Yeah. Though so that's going to be telling. That's going to be a big match. and it's, You
2: set that up well.
1: It's frightening because how how many final worthy matches we, all have, we will mm. have seen before we even get to the quarterfinal. We'll have seen Serena, Vika. We'll have seen... Uh, Venus and Fedeva in Osaka and Collins—that that could be a final in five years, and I wouldn't be surprised. And we get to see it in what's this, third round for W or fourth round WTA. I'm
0: just uh, looking at uh, Kerva who's got Vic Um First-time meeting. It'll be interesting to see how Kerva sort of figures this out because she's kind of flown under the radar, she
1: has. which
0: I think she prefers actually. In all fairness, with all the focus being on like the Serena Vika lineup, now we've got Venus left. You know, I think Angie works best when no one's focusing on her.
2: Well, she hasn't won a slam in nine months. I know, <laughs> she's so lazy,
0: <laughs> honestly. Um, and then, of course, we've got Felix uh, playing against uh, Nishioka. Can't
2: wait for that just to see the, you know, the follow through from a young guy after a big win. And, and I think and that's Nishioka's winnable a cool for player, him. Too.
0: Yeah, I think that is winnable for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? What else are you looking out for?
2: Well, I like Sabalenka right now just because she's just... Do you just like her? Yeah, she's always a fun player to watch and I think that she kind of maybe missed a big opportunity at the U.S. Open and mm. still hasn't... I mean, she did some damage in China. I just think that there's a big title out there for her to take and, you know, besides, you know, Wuhan, which was huge, I think there's are bigger titles for her and I'm looking for a next step from her, so always keep an eye on her.
0: Yeah, no, she was good fun in Eastbourne um, and was was absolutely hilarious Impressed. She's got no filter and so it just all comes yeah. out and it's, it's hilarious. Um, okay, and obviously Novak Djokovic closing out the day... I don't see. I mean, as as nice as Journeyman Cole Schreiber is, I don't see him posing much of a threat.
1: Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, Djokovic is eight and one in that. Yeah. Head to head. I mean, Coley's playing well, but I, no. I mean, he did take <laughs> Kyrgios out on his way to get there. Yeah.
2: No, he's always he's always ripe to for excitement. Like he can he can create a lot of good things yeah. on a tennis court, and he can he can take a set if Novak's napping, he'll 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 take advantage. It's more, it's I don't more, see him closing out and upsetting as No, I think it's
0: more if you get if you can get under Novak's skin and frustrate him.
1: I mean remember this is the tournament, although Novak has five titles here, he's tied with <laughs> with Roger Federer for the most titles. He lost out to Taritaniel last year here. Yeah. He's First man? This is this yeah. is always a weird
0: one, though, isn't it? I mean, it was always Andy Murray's bugbear tournament. It was, um, it's, it's always one of these tournaments. I mean, I think the first time I came here made it to the semi final, but I remember asking him as it was saying, You yeah, know, what is it about this? It's like it's, it's like the first one in a while, um, you know, it's it's weird, the weather's weird, it's in a desert, <laughs> you know, it's like every you know, there's a why in the day, any excuse, any
1: excuse. And just look forward a little bit. I think this is where Miami's going to be really interesting with uh, what what Johanna Conte was saying today, talking to press after after her match, because Miami, now that they changed site, nobody really knows what what the weather's going to be like, the courts. This is like a blank slate tournament Mm -hmm. for for all these players, and it'll be real interesting what comes out of Miami, just as the players learn what the conditions even are. I just hope
2: there are iguanas.
1: Oh, they Look. better be. <laughs> that's <laughs> we need those kids.
2: I want to bring up a wild card match that I think is cool that I just noticed while scanning. Dr. Ivo Karlovic, the oldest man to win a match here now at 40, is playing uh, Pranesh Ganaswaran of India, who'd never won a oh, Masters 1000 match before. I don't even know if he'd won a match. No, he's won some matches, I think. But but well, that, I think that's, it was that's totally. First,
0: first 1000. Yeah, first 1000
2: win. win, and then another one, and now he's in the third round against Karlovich, who's a great story. That might be one to keep an eye on. That'd be and, g- and
0: let's give Karlovic his due. He beat countryman Chorich. Yeah, and, big win. And Chorich is in good form. So forty years
2: old.
1: Yeah, he made the semis here last year. So
0: yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, hopefully, we'll we'll reunite and be uh, back to Natal with you some more. I
2: hope we do. I want to pick up on on Garbina and give her some more credit if she gets past Burdens, because she will uh, certainly okay. deserve it if she does that.
0: Well, let's do that then. You have been listening to Ross Sato. Chris Otto. And Anita Stahl. Thank you.